Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff is joined by coach Matt Sutter, and they are discussing the latest and greatest agent recruitment strategies to help you build a solid team. Now, let's hear from Jeff and Matt. Right now, we have to operate from a new plan. I have written a new plan for this specific market. In 20 years of doing this, I've seen good markets. I've seen bad markets. And you can find that at gloveryou.com forward slash halftime. Super simple, gloveryou.com forward slash halftime. That's the exact same business plan that I'm using personally and that our team is using as well. Glovery.com forward slash halftime. Okay, so there you go. There is all the resources. For those that are wondering, all right, why should I pay attention to what these guys have to say for you first timers? Well, I've been listing and selling real estate now for 20 years. I'm on the ground with you. I'll personally sell between 75 and 100 homes a year this year. For the last decade, I've sold over 100 homes a year personally. Our team does anywhere from 950 to 1,000 transactions. Uh, I've got multiple brokerages with over 600 agents. So we know this content. And what's great about the gentleman who's going to present it to you is he knows it just as good, if not better than me, because he's the one that trained me. When I had an opportunity to buy a brokerage, he happened to be the leader of the region at that time. And so they said, Jeff, here's the deal. You want to buy this brokerage? We're going to introduce you to this guy named named Matt Sutter. Uh, you know, what is a guy from Texas going to teach me is probably what I said, I'm sure. And, and you're going to learn everything you need to know and do about running large brokerages from this guy. And so I had a, a great fortune of meeting Matt several years ago and, and, you know, looked at him as a leader and as a mentor, as I was developing as a professional leader, I guess would be the great, the good way to put it. And Matt knows this brokerage business inside and out, let me tell you. So without further ado, let's talk about best agent attraction and recruiting strategies. Matt, take it away. Man, Jeff, uh, first off, thanks. It's awesome to be here. Already taking shots at Texas, man. We haven't even started. I I will remember that when I see you here in a couple of weeks. Wow. (laughs) Listen, I'm from Detroit. We get picked on for everything, okay? That's true. That's true. Well, I've got nothing but love for Detroit. You know that. And I got nothing but love for Texas as well. So awesome. It's awesome to be with you guys today. Excited. One of my favorite topics, and Jeff, you and I have been talking about this for years, and, and I really believe I'm going to get to this in just a second. This is, uh, to me, we are starting this golden period of recruiting opportunities. And I, I, I am so excited about this. This is, good. this is going to be a great opportunity for those brokerages and teams that really recognize that it's these times in the market that we can really capitalize on bringing in great agents. But, you know, uh, for those that aren't familiar with me, uh, Jeff, you know this, primarily I work with uh, large teams and and brokerages. So uh, I'm in the recruiting space on a regular basis. It's one of the things I'm focused on uh, really every single day is, is teaching people how to be great recruiters. And and Jeff, you, you know this, one of the biggest complaints we get from, from teams and from brokerages is, you know, why can't my people just do what they're supposed to do? Or, you know, why can't I find agents that can just sell two homes a month? Mm -hmm. You know, these are the common complaints we get. And I want to start off by by being really clear uh, that at the end of the day, when our people are not performing, one of four things has occurred. Um, One, we hired incorrectly. Uh, Two, we didn't have a great training program. Uh, three, we didn't set expectations, or four, we don't have a great accountability mechanism. And of course, you and I teach a lot on the on the last three. We're going to focus today on the first one, which is yeah. how do we hire correctly? 
Um, and we have two goals in this process. The first is we got to cast a big net. We want to be able to attract as many agents into our world as possible. Yeah. Then we want to pick the ones that we want. It's kind of like if I go out fishing, I'm going to throw back the ones I don't want. They're, they don't have the potential to, to put meat on the table. Uh, yeah. I only want the ones that I want, but we've got to cast a big net to get there. So um, before we get started, I want, to, I want to kind of bring out three key points um, because it's very and easy hey, in our business. And hey, get, Matt, can I just say things? before you share those three, and it's, yeah. it's a it's a it's a perfect comment for that because what a lot of times people hear, and and I know you've heard this several times. Well, I don't want to be one of those brokerages that just hires anybody. I don't want to be one of those teams that just hires anybody. That's not what he's saying. What, what Matt essentially said, and write this down, is the quality will show up in the quantity. The quality will show up in the quantity. So Matt, you know, there's a lot of brokerages. There's a lot of teams. There's a lot of people being criticized for growing really fast and growing really big and adding a lot of agents. And, you know, you'll hear agents say, well, I don't want a big team. I don't need a big brokerage. Well, first of all, uh, if you're here for learning how to recruit and attract, uh, you, you better have some goals to have a have a big team and a big brokerage because that's what we're talking about today. But not because you need to have a team of 50 or 500 or a brokerage of 5,000. No, because when you attract and you recruit, you'll get the quality agents that you want. The quality shows up in the quantity. Yeah, I mean, I would echo this. And I would say as we go into the shifted market, we don't, you know, there's plenty of agents out there that can't tie their shoes. That's not what we're looking for. But we've got to cast a big net, get the quantity, and then we can be selective about the ones that we want to bring in that meet our quality standards. And so I'm going to get to that second. But three key points before we get started. And it's really important that we get clarity on this because a lot of teams and brokerages that I work with, they can get really bogged down and on what are their systems and, and what are their training processes and what are their tools and what are their resources and, and, and all of that's really, really important. Yet make no mistake, that's 1B. 1A is the talent of the people that we're bringing into the organization. At the end of the day, I always say, you want to have the best team, you want to have the best brokerage, have the best people. If you have the best people, you're going to win because you'll figure all of that other stuff out. So make getting to, into talent attraction your number one priority. It is the biggest piece. That's the first thing. Second thing is, um, I alluded to this just a second ago, we are going into a phase in the market where we are seeing good agents, good agents raise their hand and say, you know what? I can't do this on my own anymore. Yeah. I, need, I need a bigger value proposition, or I need somebody with a bigger vision or someone that can lead and guide me. And I got to tell you, my top teams across the country right now, they just have people lining up. And these are, again, good agents saying, I can't do this on my own anymore. I need some help. Jeff, yeah. you got something on that? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I was just thinking, we, we have one uh, last week that's coming in for a second meeting today. Uh, a, a highly successful agent in our market that that you would otherwise think you know doesn't need any help from a team or you know maybe probably should be starting his own team and the 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 reality is is the the meeting was hey listen I know the market's going into a place I've never been and I want to be with a company that's been through it before right so I know you know when we talk about agent attraction and, and if you're watching this you might be thinking like all right, how do I become one of those teams where those people are lining up and waiting to get in? And so I know you're going to cover that. So I won't, I won't steal your thunder. No, you're great. No, but this is exciting. So, so maybe more than anything, I just want to drive home. This is the time. Like we've been waiting for this, Jeff, you and I love when the market shifts, right? Both of us initially built our businesses in shifting markets where things yeah. got more challenging and we rewarded skill and we rewarded effort. 
And, and that's the point where we're getting it. So, so second, yeah, this is an amazing time for it. And then third time, because skill is becoming more and more required, us becoming selective on who we're bringing into our organization really does matter. And yeah. the second biggest complaint I get from, from teams and brokerages beyond the, why can't my people just produce, yeah. is why can't I find good people? Mm-hmm. And the biggest reason we don't find good people is exactly what Jeff said just a few minutes ago is we're not casting a big enough net. We're not getting enough quantity into the mix to have the quality in there. And, and Jeff, you and I are both big fans of John Maxwell. We think very highly of him. And he says one of my favorite phrases, and I, and I repeat it all the time, is you cannot take a duck to Eagle School. Yep. Fundamentally, Jeff, if you hire a duck, the best you're ever going to get is a mature duck. You're never actually going to get an eagle. And so many leaders get just drained because they say, I'm just beating my head against the wall and I can't get them people to produce. Well, it's because we got ducks and we need baby eagles. Well, and, and, and I just want to say one thing on that, Matt. And again, I know we're here for recruiting and attraction. And obviously, when we start talking, we're just going to have some, some things that, that hopefully you get some value out of to share based on our wisdom and our experience. And that is the ducks are going to drive the eagles away. And that's one area, Matt, that I'm paying close attention to. And I, I've seen it before that in especially in real estate teams and, and, and brokerages, that are going heavy, 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 heavy recruiting model right now is you'll wake up one day and all of a sudden your top people are going to start leaving. Why is that? Well, don't make, make no mistake. You still have to find the quality and the quantity, but how long do you keep the quantity that isn't quality around is the differentiating factor. How much time do you give someone to determine whether they're going to be a duck or an eagle and, and how quickly do you, do you cut that off before you start losing your top people, because that's what starts to happen in 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 a in a high recruiting model. Your top people start looking around and saying, "Hey, we're just bringing in people that are going to take from my leads, right? We're just bringing in people that are going to steal from my resources. I want to be surrounded by good producers that add to the resources, not subtract from them." Yeah, dead on, dead on, and and, and it's going to matter going forward. So let's shift gears, Jeff. And let's talk about five surefire agent attraction strategies. Now, you and I, Jeff, over the past several years, we put together some really cool content um, called From Salesperson to CEO. And mm-hmm. so we hit this first topic you know, really hard in this class. I, I wish I could do it more uh, depth here. We just don't have enough time. But, but number one in these five surefire uh, ways to attract agents is to cast vision, to become really good at getting clear about where you're going and be able yep. to attract people through that mechanism to mm-hmm. just say it over and over and over. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, working with, with uh, leaders um, over the past decade is that uh, a lot of leaders struggle to really be able to articulate their vision, but more so, more than that, they struggle to just be repetitive in it, to always be talking about it, to always be attracting through it. So for those of you that are really working on your vision, even if it's not quite refined, make sure you're repetitive on it over yeah. and over and over. See, yes. remember, you go to bed every night thinking about your vision. You wake up every morning thinking about your vision, yep. but your people and the public don't. So you think you're saying it too much. You're actually yep. not saying it enough. Yeah. Document it, write it out, have it posted, create posters around the office with it, have it written everywhere you go, keep it in your briefcase. 
you you cannot remind your people enough of it. You think you are because you're reminded of it constantly, but you're not talking about enough. Make sure every single sales meeting, it's something that gets presented. Every time you're meeting with a recruit, you have a list of, you know, 17 things you're going to ask them, you know, make sure one of them is understanding what their vision is and make sure they understand what your vision is. So crucial. I love that one. And it makes sense that that's number one. Yeah. And from a recruiting standpoint, uh, Get it out of the marketplace as much as possible. Utilize social media. Uh, uh, you know, Jeff, you're a master at this. You're always talking about vision of the organization. And one of the things that I learned from you a few years ago, which was really powerful for me, because a lot of times when we when we when we post on social media, right, we may make some sort of personal post uh, that we get all sorts of engagement. I know I just did that recently. I got hundreds and hundreds of, of of comments, and that was really cool. And then I posted something about vision, and I got very little. And a few years ago, it used to bother me because I was like, no one was engaging. The thing I learned about you is that a lot of times people won't engage because they're still checking it out, but they're watching. Yeah. They're seen. Do oh, not yeah. get caught into the trap when you do a Facebook live or you make a post about what your business is doing or mm -hmm. building. Yep. The fact that people aren't engaging does not mean they're not watching and that they're not being moved on it. Stay consistent. And Jeff, you got anything on that? Yeah, well, you and you know that they are because later you'll run into somebody and say, oh, how was A, B and C? Oh, wow. I didn't think anybody even saw that. I mean, I got like seven comments and three likes or something like that. Right. Same thing with your live video. You know, you might have only seven or eight or 10 eyeballs as you're speaking into a, a Facebook live camera or your phone. And then later you'll go back and check it in two days and you'll have, you know, 683 views or something like that. Yeah, big time, big time. So that's number one, casting vision just over and over and over. Number two, um, uh, this is great nuance here, is talk, to, to talk about the success of others in your organization. See, for those of you that are running big businesses, big brokerages or big teams or, or, or even building a big organization, remember that when people look at you, they believe you're special or unique. Now, that may or may not be true, but that's often the story they craft. So when people look at Jeff, they say, oh, well, he's so uniquely gifted. I could never be Jeff. And so what happens is if we talk about the success we're having, that doesn't actually inspire people to believe that they could replicate it. Instead, mm -hmm. when we can talk about the people in our organization, though, that have become successful, those stories articulate this idea of, wow, Jane Doe was successful in that organization. So maybe I can too. Maybe that needs to be the landing spot. Remember, people people fundamentally don't care about you. They, they may like you, they may even love you, but they don't care about you when it comes to a business standpoint. Yeah, They care about where you can get them and they need to see validity that you've helped other people get to where they want to go. Yeah, yep. love that. And you could take that and create a digital marketing campaign, social media campaign. Obviously, you can make it part of your recruiting uh, value proposition workbook, obviously putting testimonials on the website. I mean, there's so many ways that you can take that. And the, the best part about that, Matt, is you're also creating recognition, right? When you're, when you're talking about the success of your team members, sure, this is great for attraction and recruiting, but it's also recognition, which is what people value and 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 what people you know appreciate about being affiliated with an organization getting recognized yeah it gives it's fantastic for retention too which of course is another topic that we could talk for hours on and yeah you, you two birds with one stone so that's number two number three um one of the things we have to realize especially in this, this era of social media is that most people are wired to believe most of what they see is noise 
And so what becomes really important is that we're able to make a compelling yet empirical based. What I mean by that is numbers based argument as to what makes us unique or what has allowed us to succeed. And so we do that by utilizing what's something called the language of real estate. Now, if you think about this, uh, we all speak at least one language. And in, in some cases, we might speak multiple languages. But in business, in business, the language is actually numbers. And what happens is you see a lot of teams and brokerages say, we're the best because of subjective emotional argument. But fundamentally, at the end of the day, we want to make a compelling argument. We're the best because our average agent is up 30% in listings taken in the past year. Or mm -hmm. our average agent has sold 24% more homes than the board of realtors. Yeah. We want to create a compelling, empirical, numbers-based argument that's not subjective, that can't be discounted, that can't be denied, and yes. actually shows real evidence of success. Jeff, you got a thought on that? No, it's no, no different than going on a listing presentation right now and meeting with a seller. You can't say, hey, guys, I know your neighbors had 87 showings and 37 offers 90 days ago, but that's just not the market anymore. Trust me, I wish it was, but I'm sorry, it's just not the market anymore. No, you need to be able to say, hey, guys, so the market's changed a bit. And let me share with you what's changed. Uh, right now, our average showings per listing, you know, at this same time last year, we're 18. Right now, according to showing time, it's nine. Uh, last, last year at this time, we had uh, anywhere from 30 to 40 price reductions a day. Today, we have between three and 400 price reductions a day, right? You need to be able to give specifics for people to buy into what you're saying. Otherwise, they're going to think it's just a sales pitch. And the yeah. language of real estate as it relates to recruiting and how your team or your brokerage is outperforming the market is what people care about. Because if your listings, hey, man, we are like a listing-based company over here. Did you know so far this year, our listings are up 20% year over year? We're so focused on marketing. and We're doing so good with listings. And um, oh, by the way, the market's up 20% also. So you're not actually up 20%, you're up 0%, right? Compare, be able to know how you compare to the market and then be able to articulate that to a real estate agent. Super important. Yeah, people want to see that they can. They have lots of places to go. Are you going to be the vehicle that get that's going the fastest, that can get them there the fastest? So that's number three. Yeah. Number four, one of my favorites is to commit to teaching in your marketplace, but with a, spe mm -hmm. a special nuance. You know, Jeff, uh, one of the things I've experienced with a lot of people I coach is, you know, I'll, I'll suggest to them, well, listen, if you want to grow your stature, if you want to start attracting more people, teach in your marketplace. And one of the one of the pushbacks I get a lot of times is, well, but I don't want to give them away. I don't want to give away all my secrets. Um, if I tell them what we're doing, then they're going to do it. Yeah. First off, Jeff, you and I both know that strategy is is overrated because strategy is only a competitive advantage for a very short window. At the end of the day, yep. I can replicate every strategy anyone's done within weeks, months at the most. Yep. And then it comes down to execution. But here's, here's what I love to do. I actually say, no, not only are you going to share some of the things you're doing, you're going to share everything you're doing. And here's why. It's called the shock and awe approach. Mm -hmm. You're going to teach a class where you're literally going to share everything you're doing. You're going yep. to share it rapid fire. And the design is psychologically what that tells people is, holy moly, I could never compete with this. Yep. And what actually happens is the sentiment of, okay, I can't compete. There's no way I could possibly offer everything that this brokerage or this team is offering. So what naturally happens? Well, what's the old saying, Jeff? If you can't beat them, join them. Join them. That's right. And so that shock and awe approach is so 
powerful for creating people to join because they just kind of naturally surrender yeah. and say, I can't compete. And it's amazing what happens. And, and I'll tell you, I've got personal experience with this in my market. You know, Matt, uh, no surprise to you, obviously, because I was, uh, you know, a, a leader while you were leading our region. Uh, I had the reputation of being a very aggressive you know, cold calling, didn't give a crap about anything other than, you know, our team and our success and all of this. And what I recognize is when I started giving back, when I started sharing with the market of, hey, guys, here's what I'm doing. It's it's there's no secret to this. And oh, by the way, we're not we don't do this anymore because I lost a lot of money doing that. And I wouldn't recommend doing that. And here's why. Now, all of a sudden, you're lowering your competition's resistance. You're lowering real estate agents' resistance to the idea that they would never be a part of what you're doing. You know, that's the one thing, Matt, as you know, top producers, you know, they get that, that, that effect takes place. And I know you work with a lot of our top clients and, and they're, they can be somewhat polarizing in their market, right? You can't be a profit in your own land because, you know, they're proactive or they're aggressive or they're successful. And everyone thinks, oh, no, 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 that's, you know, you know, nah, no, I, I'd never work with them because of A, B, and C. And by the way, A, B, and C is something that they heard at the coffee pot from someone that doesn't even know them. But when you start teaching in the market, all of a sudden, it lowers people's resistance to you and people are more open to the idea of, of following what it is you do. I mean, and, and, you know, JGA and, 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 and even Glover, you to some degree is a perfect example of that because, you know, for a long time, nobody in Metro Detroit would, would want to show up to my stuff until they started hearing from other agents. Oh no, he's sharing everything. Okay. I'll go check it out. I'll go check it out. It lowers resistance and gets people open to the idea of working with you in some capacity. Of course, you're always going to have a couple of knuckleheads that are there just to take notes and, and do whatever they want with them. But ultimately, becoming known as, as a trainer in your market will do a lot of good things for your brokerage or team business. Yeah, love it. And so that's number four. Awesome. Let's go to number five. Um, and this is a big one. You know, Jeff, you and I spend so much time on the ground, right? You and I are, are traveling across the country and and gosh, we're interacting with hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of agents every single month in different marketplaces. And so you and I know this. We know that there's, there's a sentiment of frustration from a, from a wide range of agents. And they may not be publicly making these claims, but that sentiment uh, brewing. And so the, the number five strategy that's working extremely effective in a market like this is talk to your allied resources. I'm mm. talking about your mortgage partners, your insurance partners, your title mm. partners. Because what's happening is they're becoming aware of a lot of agents that are frustrated with the circumstances they're in, yep. and they're looking they're looking for a greener pasture. They're looking for something for for a vehicle for their success, and they're often going to be the ones that can connect you to those good agents. Again, good yeah. agents, but need a different environment and are looking yep. for something better. Man, your your allied resources. I hate to say it, they know when agents are leaving their team or brokerage before anyone else. So, you know, if you want to find out what's going on in your own brokerage, just talk to your allied resources. They'll tell you, they'll, they'll let you know who's frustrated or, or they'll ask. And by the way, they're normally very respectful to both sides. So they'll disguise it as things like, Hey, what's going on with Johnny? And you know, you'll, you'll say, well, what do you mean? Well, it just seems like he's not as engaged like he used to be. That means they know something they're trying to help you out. Right? So yes. Matt, we'll talk about that when we get to retention, but seriously, same thing. 
you've got great relationship with your allied resources, they can tell you, hey, and you could just ask them, would you mind doing me a favor? And I don't want to, you know, step on any toes. I don't, I don't want to jeopardize your relationship with anyone else. But if you know somebody in the market that's that's interviewing, once you know they're interviewing, you, I don't need the gossip and the drama and all the stuff leading up to it. But once you have confirmation that they're interviewing, could you let me know and maybe put in the good word for us? Absolutely. Every time I hear something like that, I'll send them your way. And why do they want to do that? Well, because they want to retain them, right? So if your brokerage uses one mortgage company, they don't want that agent who uses the mortgage company going to another team or another brokerage because they know they're at risk of losing that business from them because maybe that brokerage or team uses another mortgage company. So they're going to want to help you attract and recruit agents because that increases the chances that they're going to keep their business as well. Yep. Love it. Love it. Cool. Awesome. So those are five ways to attract. Now let's talk about three ways for how we select, how we identify who we are going to take. So three principles to utilize when determining who to bring in. Again, uh, we're not in the market of bringing in people that can't tie their shoes. In this marketplace, they will not succeed. We will fail beating our head against the wall trying to bring them. Here's number one. A lot of times, Jeff, people ask us, well, how do I become a great recruiter? And I say, well, the first thing you have to understand that recruiting agents is not a listing presentation. They are, while they're both sales processes, they are different sales processes. Remember, when you sit across from a listing prospect, 99% of the time, they want to sell. They want to list their home. All you're trying to do is convince them why they should choose you. But in recruiting, many times, especially top agents, we're trying to convince them to do something they don't want to do, which is to leave their current brokerage or to leave mm -hmm. their current team. In many cases, they're happy. If they weren't happy, they'd already be, be, leave, be leaving. So understand yeah. that recruiting is a very, very nuanced skill. Now, again, and from salesperson to CEO in that class, we, Jeff, you and I go soup to nuts through this, the two-step recruiting process. It's beyond yeah. what we can go today. What I really want to get across, though, is that to become a great recruiter, you have to understand how to, pick, how to take people through kind of this emotional process. When I'm sitting down with somebody that's saying, hey, Matt, I'm happy where I'm at. And I just start to use a lot of logic like I would at a listing presentation. They're mm -hmm. going to say, sounds great. I don't care. I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. And so the recruiting process, if I can boil it down, is this process of me sitting down and having a conversation where I identify what's currently going well for that person. It's what's called current pleasure. What, what is going well in their business? Then I'm going to take them to the next part which is where I'm going to start. Once I've built rapport and, and, and built a good relationship, now I'm going to start to ask them about what we call current pain, which is what is currently not going well, or what are the gaps in their business? Now, here's the real nuance, and this is where we get really deep um, in, in our salesperson to CEO class. The goal then is to bridge them from their current pain, their current gaps, to what happens if those don't get fixed? Mm -hmm. what, is, what is the implication in the future if that gap or that hole does not get resolved? It's what we do to take them to future pain. And yep. that's the space, Jeff, where you know if we can hold them in future pain to where they start to almost panic. I mean, that's actually the reaction we're looking for. I see people cry yep. uh, during this because they're realizing, wait, I, I may never get to, see, uh, get to send Johnny to college or yep. I may never actually be able to retire because I don't know how to fix this problem and it's not going to get better on its own. Yeah. So we hold them in this future pain space. And that is because we know people run faster from pain than they do towards pleasure. That's where the heavy lifting's done. Yep. Then the final step in the recruiting process is now we get to share how we can solve their problem with our value proposition. 
And when doing that, what we're doing is we're taking them from future pain to future pleasure. Hey, Johnny, by joining us, do you understand how we can solve your, your pain problem and you can actually get your unreal life that you're looking for, right? So yeah. it's current pleasure to current pain to future pain to future pleasure. That's number one. Jeff, did you have anything on that? No, just that. I mean, you know, I love how you preface it with, hey, it's it's not a feature and benefit situation. Correct. The biggest mistake broker owners, team leaders, lead agents, uh, owners of teams that they make is they, they sit there and want to point out what makes your team better, what makes your office better, what makes your brokerage better. And here's all the reasons why you should join us. All right. That technique is dated. That technique is old. It's going to work for the select few, maybe a newbie. Maybe newbie. You can still use that technique when you're meeting with a new licensee. But if you want to recruit an experienced agent, th- that is that is the model right there. Finding the pain and then being the solution to the pain. Yep. And remember, they don't even know they're in pain. So that's where the, that's where some of the nuances. All right. We got two more. So uh, number two is identifying people with a clear track record of success. You know, one of the things that's a challenge in our industry is we naturally communicate with salespeople and natural salespeople in many cases. And Jeff, you and I have both experienced this where somebody can say all the right things. But at the end of the day, are they going to put in the work? Are they going to develop the skill? Right. Uh, the, the, the biggest predictor of someone's success in the future is their past. It's not the words they say. It's not knowing all the right answers. It's not mm-hmm. being able to schmooze you. It's do they actually have a track record in the past that suggests they're going to have a track record in the future? Mm-hmm. And we know as this market continues to shift, skill is going to matter. Quite frankly, over the past couple of years, you could be really successful and not actually be a student of your craft and not yeah. actually develop skill. That Those days are gone. Skill yeah. matters. And what, what is skill? Skill is literally just the product of someone's talent times their commitment level. That's what skill is. Talent times commitment. That's how, mm-hmm. that's how skill shows up. So we're looking for talented people. And yet we're looking for talented people that have shown in the past they can commit to something and actually drive to a track record of success. So yep. for me, I know when I'm bringing people in our organizations, I want to know what have they done in the past that would warrant or suggest they're going to be successful in the future. And of course, I love that if they have professional accomplishments, but maybe there's somebody that's younger. Maybe they don't have a lot of professional success. Well, I'm looking for people where they maybe they were a division one athlete, or maybe they were a state debate champion, or maybe they were an Eagle scout, but is there something in their pedigree, something in their life that says they have the ability to commit, drive forward, be resilient and succeed. That's the biggest predictor of someone's success. Jeff, what do you think? I appreciate you you saying those examples of like, let's say the high school sports team, for instance, Um, because we, I think we tend to put success as that barometer. Well, they were successful in car sales or they were successful in uh, retail or they were successful in, you know, as a school principal. Well, okay. We're, we're not talking about how much money they made. We talked about, we're talking about, you know, do they have a chip on their shoulder? Did they rise through the ranks? Did they go faster than everyone else? Uh, did they, did they, did they win a championship? Were they the captain of the team? Like this isn't the correlation between you know, what, what they do in terms of money in their previous industry is not what we're talking about. We're talking about previous to meeting you, what are other wins that they've had in their life, personal, professional, again, they don't have money does not have to be involved in all in that. And I think Matt, a lot of lead agents, team leaders, broker owners place their previous success as, well, they, they, you know, they, they, they got to this level 
you know, and made this kind of money at General Motors. So yeah, this this guy's going to be good. Well, how long did it take him to get to that level of General Motors? And and you know why why did it why did it take him thirty years to get to that level when some people are getting there in five? I would argue that that they're actually not going to be good. The person that got there in five is going to be better than the person that got there in thirty years. Yeah, no question, no question. There's yeah, there's so much nuance in there. So let's end with this this last one. And um, Jeff, you and I running large organizations, we both experienced this and. You know, depending on who's watching this right now, you know, we may have some people that are that are kind of on the the, the starting of building a team, and that's fantastic. And and this does not apply necessarily to people that are running a team of three or five people. And yet, for those people that want to get beyond that, one of the biggest things that we have to do when hiring is ask ourselves that this question: Will this person be successful without me? Here's what I mean by that. If I look at somebody and say, I can develop them, I can make them great, then the problem is I've immediately put a ceiling on my organization because I can only service so many people at once. And then beyond that, I run out of time and that's as large as my organization will ever get. My goal when I'm looking at recruiting people into any of my organizations is, can this person, will this person be successful without me? Then my goal, of course, is to create a value proposition, to create an opportunity, to create an environment that's so much better than they can get anywhere else to where now they can get to that success faster, but without it being all up to me. Yep. I love that. And that, that would be a good segue. And I know we don't have a ton of time for it, but that would be a good segue of the whole conversation of Uh, Do you lead with leads in your value proposition, right? When you look at your value proposition as a team, as a brokerage, where should leads fall? Because there's a lot of teams, Matt, you know, and a lot of brokerage, you know, that have used leads as their number one source of value, and they have exploded in growth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until they realize that maybe it's not as profitable. So then they got to start dialing the leads back. And then now they're dealing with tons of turnover. And they're losing their top producers because the top producers were once getting a ton of leads and now the leads are being spread out. Never. If you, if you're, if you're in Glover, you coaching, or you follow us any more than today, one thing you're going to understand, you never lead with leads. You never lead with leads. You will have a much more enjoyable life as a broker, owner, team leader, lead agent. You'll have a much more profitable life as a broker, owner, you know, lead agent, team leader, and you'll have a much, much more time back because you're not spending all of your time recruiting and replacing the turnover that takes place when your value proposition, when your number one value proposition is leads. Yes, sir. hundred percent. So speaking of that, you know, um, one of the things that that Matt and I talked about early on when we first got together was there's got to be something that can teach brokers, owners, and specifically lead agents, agents that have small teams or, or want to grow large teams, or maybe they want to take their medium-sized team to a large team. There's got to be something that we can do to help these people because obviously in 20 years, this is my 20th year, Matt, in 20 years of doing this and you know, we opened our doors to our team. I think it was January of 08 or January of 09. So I don't know what that works out to 13, 14 years of running a team. Uh, we've, we've failed forward a lot. And so, you know, we started having the discussion several years ago, and I know we ended up announcing it at one of our first events that we need to have something for agents that want to build teams the right way. And so we put together the team building from salesperson to CEO program which is essentially 16 weeks of removing all of the trial and error, right? 16 weeks of you not having to to worry about 
uh, you know, how to recruit, how to build a value proposition, how to, um, uh, how to train, what is your coaching module? I think they're, uh, getting ready to pull it up on the screen there, but if you don't have it, uh, it it's in, if it's not on the screen, it's in your workbook on page 15, by the way, what I'm talking about. And that's the team building from salesperson to CEO. And so, um, whoever is behind the scenes working it, we can't see the workbook on the screen. We just see a desktop, just letting you know that. Um, so salesperson to CEO, here's the deal in, in a nutshell. And, and Matt, it's your program. So I'll let you, I won't steal your thunder. This You're is good. for anyone on here that's currently running a team or running a brokerage that wants to run there. There it is. That wants to is. run it the right way. Or somebody who's on here is saying, you know what? I've been a solo agent for this amount of time. No one's ever really taught me how to lead. No one's ever really taught me how to be a CEO. And this is a program for that. It was actually one of the first leadership programs we ever introduced. I know the first time we introduced it, it sold out in like 30 minutes. We keep the class size small. I think we keep it to what, 50 or 75 or less. So there's interaction. So I'll, I'll let you talk about it, Matt. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Jeff, obviously this was a labor of love. Uh, you know, one of the things we love about our industry is we're a sales-based industry. You and I love sales skills. We know they're the foundation. And yet at the end of the day, sales skills are not predictive of leadership skills or business skills. Those are two completely different functions. And unfortunately in our industry, there's not enough training around how do you become a world-class leader and how do you become a world-class business person? And so we put together this class and we're excited just over the past few years, we've had multiple billions of dollars in annual cumulative production run through this class. This is Absolutely. soup to nuts of how do you create a mechanism? How do you build an organization where you can attract people like we were talking about today? How do you get them ramped up? How do you implement accountability programs? How do you utilize goal setting functions and then be able to hold people to that? How do you retain world-class talent? And how do you build your operation systems in a way that can support the growth of super agents in your brokerage or your team? And one of the things I loved about this class is when you walk out of here from six, over a 16 week class, you're going to have a great insight to not only where's the profitability of your organization, but you're going to learn exactly which levers to hit to grow your profitability. Jeff, how many people or how many teams and brokerages have we experienced where they may have a lot of production, but they're not actually making any money? Yeah. And by the way, is, I was, yeah. I was one of those for two years uh, until I met Matt and he taught me how to be profitable. Hey, listen, we all fail forward. And, and, and the purpose of this, though, is to accelerate that, right? Because I think when we do a lot of these exercises, people are like, whoa, I, I thought because my business was profitable that I must have been making money from all these different segments. But what mm -hmm. happens is a lot of organizations, they may be overall profitable, yep. but they have certain segments where they're actually losing money. And so we learn how to, how to identify those, how to tweak those, and then again, how to get the right people into each of the seats on the bus so that we're able to accelerate forward. So we're not just growing production. Fundamentally, Jeff, and you know, I'll, I'm, I'll always carry the rallying cry in this. We are we're growing profitability because at the end yeah. of the day, the goal of a business is profit. Without it, yeah. nothing else matters. Well, and I know we've had some discussions around this, but uh, and you've even since you first launched the program, because the market in the industry has changed, you've had to change up some of the topics and some of the modules. Like, for instance, I know in this new market, there's a heavy emphasis on recruiting and retention. So although that's not going to be talked about in every single session, I know that's a 
big hot button for teams and brokerages right now that are starting to experience some turnover or are getting ready to experience some turnover. And, you know, there's no better time than right. I mean, it starts obviously at the end of August after our retreat, which is coming up in a few weeks. There's no better time than now to jump into something like this. If you truly want to go from, hey, you know, I've had some leadership or maybe I was a manager once, but no, I, I need to learn how to run a company. I need to learn how to build a value proposition, not just for consumers, but for real estate agents. I then need to know how to articulate that value proposition and present it and market it to the public. We cover all of this in 16 weeks. What's great about Matt is not only does he have a ton of previous experience prior to meeting with me or prior to us meeting, but over the last three, four years, he has studied the JGA way of doing things. He has studied the way we have built our brokerages and our team and incorporated all of his previous experience into this program. So if you want to be able to, to win at a faster rate than I've won, because you, you can you can eliminate all the mistakes uh, that we've made, then this is for you. Now, if you want more information, text the word CEO to 55444, the same phone number that you texted morning to get that daily text message. Go ahead and open up your cell phones, text CEO to 55444. You'll get everything you need about the program. And again, in your workbook, which you should have printed out by now, it's on page 15 in there. We'll be starting, I believe, the last week of August. So you got you got uh, a little bit of time, but also at the same time, we, we limit the attendees. So we don't want to tell you that you're going to have to wait until I think the next one, Matt, will launch not, not until January or February. So yeah, February. if you don't make yep. this one, you're waiting until 2023. Yep. This is because this is the recruiting time. <laughs> this yep. is the time. Yep. Anything else on your program, Matt, before I shift gears and close? No, one out? of the questions I get because, you know, Jeff, you know, I'm sold out on one on one clients. I, I just can't take any more. Um, and 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 obviously, you know, we're charging a premium these days for those. And, I, and I'm still I'm still booked solid. So one of the questions people ask is, OK, well, great. So it's a group coaching format. But do I actually get any access to you? Yeah. And that's exactly why we limit the size, because, yes, yeah. you do get access to me. You, you will be able to interact with me. You will have time to ask questions and go through the particulars yeah. of your business. That's that's one of the things that was important to both you and I when we set yep. this up. Yeah. And I'm glad you pointed that out. I completely forgot that. Yeah. So if you called our office right now and said, all right, Glover, you, I followed you guys enough. I trust you. I'm in, go ahead and put me in Matt Sutter's schedule. Unfortunately, the answer would be no, he's got a waiting list. So this is a way to kind of jump the waiting list and get 45 to 60 minutes of his time every week. And yes, to his point there, it's a good 40, 45 minutes of instruction, but then it's another 10, 12, 15 minutes of, all right, how do I implement this? Or, hey, last week I had challenges with this. What would your recommendation be? These aren't recorded. I mean, he he's literally live with, you know, 30, 40, 50, 70, however many people are in there. Again, we keep it always less than 75 because we want you to be able to interact. Uh, and, and that's the way you can coach with Matt right now. Uh, that's a little, you know, uh, workaround to 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 get yeah. some of his time, and I'll tell you, it's it, it'll be time well spent, just like the impact it had on me. Okay, so if you want that, text CEO to five five four four four, and we'll get you squared away. All right, last but not least, Matt, I would not be doing my job if I didn't share this. This will probably be the last time, actually. Do you know, Matt? Two weeks from today, two weeks from today, all right, we will be recapping day one of the Live Unreal Retreat, which I know you're sharing the new expanded Live Unreal formula. I can't wait to hear that. Day two, our keynote, so two weeks from exactly today, his name's Jay Bear. 
And if you've done any research on this guy, man, does he know his stuff as it relates to digital and social media marketing. All you have to do is Google his name, Jay Bayer, B-A-E-R, go to his podcast. I mean, he's interviewing CEOs of, of Fortune, like not 500, 100, Fortune 50. I mean, big companies, names that you and I both know, no matter what part of the country you're in, he's our keynote on Tuesday. And he has a specific talk that he has put together. He interviewed me and I, I respect when a keynote does that. He, he interviewed me on everything that's happening in the industry, everything that's happening in the market. And he knows more about digital and social media marketing than any of us. Anyways, one, two weeks from today, we're going to get to hear from Jay and also three and a half days. We're going to be doing breakout sessions, masterminds, one-on-one -on -one interviews, fun entertainment at night. Do me a favor, turn to page 18 in your workbook. We're going to wrap up with this. This is going to be your last chance to join us because, you know, well, we're two weeks away. And you know what? I had I had somebody, I, I was really surprised, uh, Matt, somebody on our staff said, well, why are we still promoting the retreat? Like, who's going to book an airplane, you know, two weeks out? We had a ticket sale come through, no joke, from Tempe, Arizona this morning. So I don't care if you're in California, if you're in Alaska, if you're in Hawaii, if you're in Canada, you still have time. And you know, it's kind of fascinating. A month ago when people were booking flights to Traverse City, Michigan, yes, there's a Traverse City, Michigan, although a lot of people call it Traverse City. Flights were, you know, seven, eight, nine hundred thousand, twelve hundred dollars for flights. Now we're seeing a lot of flights between 400, 500 bucks. So flights have actually come down, even though we're only two weeks away. Anyways, on page 18 of your workbook, we're gathering the best lead agents and their team. So for all of our brokers, team leaders, and lead agents on, this is a safe space for your teams. All right. My whole team is there. Uh, Greg Erlinger has a lot of his team there. The number one agent out of Ohio. Uh, Nielsen's from, from the East Coast. They've got their whole team. There. I mean, it is lead agents and their team. So this is an environment that you want to be in. The content is specifically designed for lead agents their teams, and also solo agents as well, wanting to become CEOs. Matt, you saw you've got three breakout sessions, all right? So Matt's got a breakout session every single day, talking for, for hours on topics like this. The final day, the mastermind day, you know, he's got his own for like three hours on, you know, salesperson, CEO, wealth building type conversations. Anyways, if you want to join us, this is going to be your last chance on page 18 you see right now the public's paying 499 bucks. Everyone that's on this session today, we just gave you a hundred bucks off. Just use the code Sutter 100. Thank you, Matt. He's going to pull out, what is it, a Benjamin? A hundred dollar bills of Benjamin? He's going to pull out a Benjamin for every single ticket that is sold today because this price is only good for today, by the way. So Matt's giving you a hundred bucks off. Use Sutter 100 at the checkout. And for those of you that are wondering like, what the heck is this event you're talking about? This live on a real retreat. I've never even heard it before. We asked our video team to put together a 60 second video to show you exactly what we're going to be doing two weeks from today in Traverse City, Michigan. At the conclusion of the video, I'll have one or two announcements when we come back. So stick around. Let's let's cue the video and take a look at what we're going to be doing in Traverse City two weeks from now. Started as an event exclusively for our team has since been open to the public. Why would I do this? The answer is simple. My passion for training and coaching others to accomplish what we've accomplished has exceeded all other passions in my life. I absolutely love everything that they stand on, everything that they represent. 
Um, Jeff and his team do everything in excellence. I've been to many conferences throughout my 12-year career, and this is one of the best I've ever attended. I'm in this room, and I'm wondering, all right, why should I pay attention to what this guy has to say, or why should I pay attention to what's going on here on the stage? And that's for one reason and one reason only, because I'm on the ground with you. Not only are they coaching it, but these guys are doing it. Pop amazing agents around the United States come together and can learn from some of the best people that Jeff has on stage. If we can put on an unreal experience, meaning an experience so amazing it's almost unbelievable, well then people will continue to come back, so therefore we can pour into them to live their most unreal lives. You're going to know exactly what you need to do or you're already going to have acquired the skills necessary to make 2022 your best year ever. There's a reason why we're the fastest growing training and coaching company on the planet. It's all about not reinventing the wheel. It's finding those certain things that work with your process and being true to yourself and putting those into play and helping as many clients as you want. And Glover U gets me back on track with that. I loved the feature speakers that they brought on. The content was so incredibly relevant to what we're dealing with today as real estate professionals. And I recommend to anybody, if you're looking to get into an organization, a coaching program, that uh, really touches on what is going to get you to the next level with what you're competing with today, uh, then this is definitely where you need to be. All right, there you have it. So uh, what you didn't get to see is, is all the fun that we get to have. We do Sunday fun day activities. Monday night, we go down to the beach and we shuttle everyone down there. Tuesday, we get on shuttle buses and go up to the wine uh, area, the wineries of, of Traverse City anyways. Last chance, loveryou.com forward slash retreat. Sutter's giving you 100 bucks off if you take advantage of it today. But the catch is you got to take advantage of it today. Okay, last couple things. We've got exactly one, that's right, numero uno, one sizzling summer webinar left. It's taking place right here at this exact same time next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Go to loveryou.com forward slash webinar to learn all about that. Again, text CEO to 55444 if you're just curious about Matt's program, if you want to go from being a great salesperson to a great CEO. And whether we see you in that program or we see you in Traverse City, we look forward to seeing you sometime soon. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. We'll see you around. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time to join Jeff and Matt today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.